Today we begin Law of One session 52, and uh, we're moving right along. This was received May 19, 1981, uh, 13 exchanges, and some very deep discussion. So let's jump on in. This is the re-listened version. Uh, the initial greeting in brackets, Ra says, I am Ra, I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator, we communicate now. And Don um, doesn't ask about how's Carla, because I guess she's probably doing pretty well by this time. Don 52.1 says, in the previous session, you stated that, quote, the other type of experience is the fourth, fifth, and sixth densities of other galaxies, and some within your own galaxy, which have learned necessary disciplines <clears throat> of personality to view the universe as one being, and therefore are able to proceed from locus to locus by thought alone, materializing the necessary craft. End quote. I would like to ask you, <clears throat> when you say that, quote, fourth, fifth, and sixth entities of other galaxies, and some within your own galaxy, are you stating here that more of the entities in other galaxies have developed the abilities of personality, the disciplines of personality, than have in this galaxy <clears throat> for this type of travel? I'm using the term galaxy with respect to the lenticular shape of 250 billion stars. So we remember that, <clears throat> excuse me, Ra, had u Ra uses the term galaxy for both star, star system, like the sun in our planets, Earth, planets, solar, sol our solar system as galaxy, and Milky Way collection of, you know, billions of stars as galaxy. Uh, both of them are seven-dimensional, uh, are a or multiple seven-dimensional octaves. <clears throat> and Don is trying to clarify, do you mean that um, entities of four, fifth, sixth dimension from other galaxies outside the Milky Way, or other galaxies or stars outside our solar system are more likely to be able to use this method of travel uh, going from locus to locus, point to point, by thought alone, without a craft, using the, the shape, the thought form of a craft as a motivator, or a sort of um, housing, or as the object of concentration for a mind-based process of uh, interdimensional travel. Ra explains, we have once again used the meaning for this term, galaxy, that does not lie within your vocabulary at this time, if you will call it so, we referred, in this case, to your star system. So, fourth, fifth, sixth density entities outside the star system, outside our solar system. Obviously, um, many, uh, or some, fourth, fifth, sixth density groups, positive groups, have learned to travel by mind. Ra goes on, it's incorrect to assume that other star systems are more able to manipulate the dimensions than your own, it's merely that there are many other systems besides your own. <laughs> so many more outside your star system, or outside your galaxy, <clears throat> uh, means there are many more <laughs> outside than inside. Uh, more 4th, 5th, 6th dimensional uh, civilizations, positive, in the Confederation and then beyond our Confederation, this confederation is local to the seven, star, seven solar systems, of which Earth is one, I believe. Ra had mentioned that. And I believe that Sirius, 
uh, is another in the Pleiadian, Pleiadian star system. These are two other solar systems, I believe, in our local confederation assemblage of seven, uh, Pleiades and Sirius. Pleiades 40 positive, Sirius 60 and above. Uh, <clears throat> that's my view. And uh, in this, I believe that the term galaxy was used for solar for solar system in uh, a few hundred years ago, in the use of English a few hundred years ago. And that's really exactly where Ra's coming from, as well as the fact that seen from six density, um, our solar system or a solar system may not be different in certain in a certain sense. Um, a solar system may not be different than a galaxy from the perspective of six density. Uh, so that a, a galaxy, well, we call a galaxy like Milky Way, is sort of a, a super assemblage of stars and planets and uh, one or many octaves, I guess many. Meanwhile, a solar system, from our perspective, is just a single sun and a single you know set of planets. But its seven-dimensional aspect may not be that much different than the seven-dimensional aspect or totality, the seven-dimensional, let's say, totality of a galaxy, uh, what we call a galaxy, and the seven-dimensional totality of a solar system may be quite similar, more than we think now. So anyway, Ra's simply saying that it's uh, not that you know they're more skillful outside our solar system, but there are many more groups outside our solar system with this ability, and there simply are many more groups <laughs> and entities doing this. Don goes on, question 52-2. Thank you. I think that possibly I am on an important point here because it seems to me that the great work in evolution is the discipline of personality. That's a phrase where I was used, the discipline of personality, meaning the, the work to do. And it seems that we have two types of moving around the universe, one stemming from disciplines of personality and the other stemming from what you call the slingshot effect. I won't even get into the sublight speeds because I don't consider that too important. And I only consider this material important with respect to the fact that we're investigating discipline of personality. And he goes on again. <clears throat> Does the use of the slingshot effect for travel, uh, is that what you might call an intellectual rather than or a left brain type of, under, type of involvement of understanding rather than a right brain type? Don, being a left brain type, <laughs> wants to put uh, certain development in the uh, discipline of personality or, or path of development, certain mental work as left brain and other as right brain. It's not that simple, I believe. And let's see what Ra has to say. Ra says, your perception on this point is extensive. You penetrate the outer teaching. We prefer not to utilize the terminology of right and left brain due to inaccuracies of this terminology. Some functions are repetitive or redundant in both lobes. And further, to some entities, the functions of the right and the left are reversed. However, the heart of the query is worth some consideration. And there are four more paragraphs of the answer. One, the technology of which you, as a social complex, meaning humanity, are so enamored at this time, is but the birthing of the manipulation of the intelligent energy of the sublogos which, when carried much further, may evolve into technology 
capable of using the gravitic effects of which we spoke, slingshot. We note that this term is not accurate, but there is no closer term. The term may be gravitic effects or um, slingshot. It's a more technological way of using uh, of travel, interdimensional interstellar travel. Second paragraph. Therefore, the use of technology to manipulate that outside the self is far, far less of an aid to personal evolution <clears throat> than the disciplines of the mind-body-spirit complex resulting in the whole knowledge of the self in the microcosm and macrocosm. Next paragraph. To the disciplined entity, all things are open and free. The discipline which opens the universes also opens the gateways to evolution. The difference is that of choosing either, hit, either to hitchhike to a place where beauty may be seen or to walk step by step, independent and free, in, independent and free in this independence, to praise the strength to walk and the opportunity for the awareness of beauty. The hitchhiker, instead, is distracted by conversation and the vagaries of the road and, dependent upon the whims of others, is concerned to make the appointment in time. The hitchhiker sees the same beauty but has not prepared itself for the establishment in the roots of mind of the experience. So, this is a commentary on modes of travel um, associated with higher dimensional groups using technology moving lizard, or uh, higher dimensional groups using um, gravitic effect, slingshot, <clears throat> manipulation of um, light to do inter interdimensional travel versus the person who, like a person walking uh, on their own power, uh, has learned the necessary disciplines of personality or what we may say uh, has done the adequate necessary spiritual development uh, of consciousness, the training of consciousness, to be able to travel interdimensionally by mind alone, <clears throat> not depending on other, uh, not depending on a craft, not depending on laws of physics, but depending on uh, the unity of creation. So, number one, in the first paragraph here, Ra is saying that uh, they don't prefer, they don't normally use the right-left brain terminology, and I think this is very, it just shows you that, you know, Ra, Ra prefers precision and exactitude rather than um, uh, easy, e ease of reading, or uh, <clears throat> the, the, you know, what, what is simpler may be more understandable. But that simplistic, more simplified presentation that's easier to understand is a more shallow understanding and imprecise. <laughs> so if you want understanding quickly and easily, uh, you will end up with a shallow, uh, imprecise understanding. If you want precise, deep understanding, it cannot be done easily. Period. And so... <clears throat> If you, if, if, you know, some foolish people criticize the raw material and say, oh, they made it so difficult to read, any source that does that is not a high teacher, the truth is so simple, uh, and I'll ask them, what truth do you mean? <laughs> they didn't really know what, then I say, oh, everything's God, all is one, and okay, now what? Is there anything more you want to say? 
So if you want to speak detail and and precisely, it won't be easy, because um, um, the more you magnify, you know, the more you in, the, the more you uh, magnify the uh, light of attention, uh, the more um, magnificus one uh, one does, the more the more one does magnificus and becomes the magos, and magnifies, and sees, and wishes to see deeply and clearly, and uh, precisely, the more difficult that work will become, will be, is, naturally. And so, if you want um, easily understandable uh, usage of uh, terminology we're all familiar with, well, that's just fine. And the comprehension will be shallow, imprecise, and not too deep and not too useful because one won't be able to one one has not magnified um one has not one is not shining the light that brightly it's a dim light so imprecise understanding like a dim light um is certainly easier <clears throat> and uses terms familiar like ego rocket used the term ego but there is no ego rocket used the term right and left but it's quite imprecise. And so <clears throat> let's go beyond the outer teaching and go within. And that's what raw teaching is all about, going to the heart of the query uh, and um, leaving um, the shallow behind, going into the depths. So <clears throat> explaining in the other four paragraphs of 52.2, uh, number one, Earth humanity as a social complex is quite enamored of technology like uh, digital electronics and etc and quantum mechanics and you know mechanics in general this Ra's saying from a higher perspective is actually birthing the capacity to manipulate intelligent energy very much true to to work with energy and um, use that energy to make change in matter uh, out, you know, to use to to manipulate outer energy fields by um, object objective methods. Um, ultimately, will lead to uh, the the ability to work with intelligent energy directly. So that's good. That's nice, and that's the slingshot approach: is using uh, outer, you know, objective energy fields by material technology to um, effect travel or changes in matter uh, and so this is the this is the use of technology to manipulate that outside the self now there's nothing outside the self right uh, meanwhile they know that the terms are not accurate uh, there is nothing outside the self if the self is one or all is one then all is the one self but that self is not you it includes you or your sense of you is a portion of of the total identity you are that all is but this is a, a use of material objective technology to manipulate energy fields that are uh, apparently outside the physical self in this dimension in space-time that's that manipulation is far far less of an aid to personal evolution than um, disciplines of personality. 
that result in whole knowledge of self in microcosm and macrocosm. Microcosm is uh, <clears throat> seven-dimensional self, mind-body-spirit complex, higher self, seven-dimensional resource, um, totality. Uh, that seven-dimensional self is the microcosm. The macrocosm is the seven densities of the octave and the multiple octaves. And, you know, the space-time-time-space um, polarity of the octaves associated with two, three, four, five, six. That's the macrocosm. To know the self uh, in its seven-dimensional beingness uh, and to know the seven-dimensional <laughs> realm itself uh, it's far better to develop personality, the, the, the disciplines of personality or inner spiritual work. Then, <clears throat> Ra is saying, to the one who has done that work of, of disciplines of personality, Ra calls this akin to the discipline of understanding, that, that our great work in third density is all about the discipline of understanding. So you can say that the whole realm of the work of the disciplines of personality which lead a soul and entity from third density back to higher self back to one to unify itself uh the totality of those disciplines of personality in this dimension focus on the work of the discipline of understanding understanding is not of this density it's a fourth density it's a fourth chakra understanding as a synonym for love love and understanding the dimension of love and understanding fourth in fourth ray in fourth dimension the work is the discipline of light uh, to basically um, develop that love understanding to such an extent that one uh, gains skill in knowing and working with um, the light uh, you know the light of intelligent energy that leads the entity from fifth and then into fifth density and then out of five to six but in general for the one who's done adept work or uh, disciplines of personality and, uh, you know, really believes in the inner work. I really believe that self-reflection, self-inquiry is important. I really believe that I ought to know myself. I really believe that I ought to be honest and um, forthright with myself as to what I am, my strengths and weaknesses, my work to do, my failures and my successes, uh, what I am and what I think I am and um, getting clear that that that's what I believe in uh, and that's how I will live uh, you know based in harmlessness and uh, trying to be good to all that is a disciplined attitude that is a disciplined entity and the entity that lives that way increasingly experiences life as all open and all free <clears throat> increasing discipline doesn't mean uh, being a hard ass or sleeping on a bed of nails. Um, it means an increasing um, commitment to transformation of our of our being, uh, self transformation, transformation of being and consciousness based in love light, love light balance, balance of wisdom and compassion, as uh, Mahayana Buddhists say. So, commitment that way leads to increasing experience of uh, openness and freedom. Increasingly, uh, uh, one feels open. One becomes open. One is an open book. One also experiences increasingly a sense of freedom and wellness and, and um, spaciousness. And, um, you know, 
360-degree uh, rotational ability. <laughs> I can look forward and I can look behind my head. I can look to the right and I can look inside the bones. Uh, everything is one. Uh, not necessarily cities or magic powers, but um, the freedom of a non-conflicted mind. The freedom of, of a mind that doesn't fight itself. The freedom of a mind that wants to um, be honest always, as much as one can, uh, but then may trust oneself increasingly. Increasing self-trust is associated with increasing freedom and increasing openness, not only to the environment, uh, but the uh, you know free, free passage from the um, potentiator of mind unconscious to the, con- to the matrix of mind conscious mind increasingly porous veil, increasingly, you know, sheer and uh, permeable veil or membrane or diminishing barrier between the unconscious and the conscious. That, that inner work uh, or discipline of personality opens the universes, meaning one can um, go interdimensional. It also opens the gateways. It is the gateways to evolution because it's the work on the chakras. The difference, meaning uh, depending on outer technology and outer, apparently outer energy fields manipulation to manipulate matter and do this and that, the difference between these two approaches, right? In many ways, it can also be called the occultist versus the mystic. Alice Bailey, Theosophy, talks about that. In many ways, you can say that it's the difference between the 1357 so-called hard line and the 246 soft line. Hard line, 1357, the so-called occultist, the magical worker, very much um, uses mind, careful mind, with will, to manipulate energy fields to change matter and to make changes in, in the objective field by careful use of mind and persistent, stable use of will to um, learn the ways of manipulation of apparently outer energy fields. While the 246 line, soft line, yin line, mystic path, according to Bailey, uh, is very much uh, associated with transformation of consciousness uh, and uh, the miracle of education, as Gautama would say, not the miracle of uh, magic powers or mantra, the miracle of um, transformation of what what I am, what one is, transformation of the, the uh, apparently separate one, or self, as the gateway to total freedom in the seven dimensions in the octave, and, um, you know, no, no barriers left, no veils, no walls, no obstruction in consciousness, uh, you know, as the goal, increasingly. <clears throat> and Ra calls that the difference between a hitchhiker or um, one who walks step by step and says that, you know, the one that hitchhiker or the one that um, is using technology uh, basically sees the same beauty, but they haven't prepared themselves in the roots of mind for the experience of their journey um, getting to another dimension by travel or uh, achieving a certain power of mind, they can enjoy the fruits of certain powers of mind, uh, or powers, let's just say magical powers, not necessarily magical powers by technology, versus magical powers by transformation of consciousness. 
the one who can enjoy the fruit of the magical power, whether it's interdimensional travel or certain cities, they may have the same ability, <clears throat> but because they arrived at it by uh, intellectual um, will-based manipulation of energy fields, rather than transformation of their own beingness and seven-ray working, uh, doesn't necessarily appreciate where they are or what they got as much as the one who's taken him or herself there step by step. And that's an um, important difference. So Ra calls it the difference between hitchhiking or uh, walking step by step. And um, certainly there's more gratitude and there's more appreciation uh, for the one who has walked step by step the whole journey rather than um, been taken in a car by someone else or by themselves. There's a very big difference uh, <clears throat> between um, going step by step uh, versus using the elevator. And in Buddhism, Theravada, I mean, uh, Vajrayana, Tibetan Buddhists often say, you know, Theravada is like walking up the stairs, Mahayana is like taking the elevator, and Vajrayana is like taking a rocket or, or a spaceship or something. And they use that as some kind of, you know, little uh, nudge to indicate their view that Vajrayana is the most superior uh, path or way of the Triyana, three ways of Buddhism. Um, but it <laughs> seems to me that walking up the stairs is the best way. And um, one won't crash. <laughs> and uh, one doesn't rely on, on the outer. Uh, breath by breath by breath. Just fine for me. So, <clears throat> this is a very important and poignant point, is that the person who uses technology or depends on that, they may see the same beauty, they may have the same uh, experience, not the same experience, but the same capacity um, that the that their technological achievement confers the same that technological achievement confers the same capacity uh, in some sense as the one who relied on the inner transformation or the miracle of education or self transformation to achieve that great effect, but the one who's done it for themselves by themselves uh, without technology by inner development only. Um, can actually appreciate that experience far great, far more. And I think that's a very important point. 52.3, Don says, I would like to ask this question in order to understand the mental disciplines and how they evolve. So discipline of personality, uh, discipline of understanding, very much are mental disciplines, but they're not just mental. I'd like to ask this question in order to understand the mental disciplines and how they evolve. <clears throat> Does 4th, 5th, and 6th density positive or service to others orientation, social memory complexes, do they use both the slingshot and the personality discipline type of effect for travel, or do they use only one? So, it's sort of the same question, but um, we're talking about 4th and 5th and 6th density positive groups, uh, not only this confederation, but any are they using both slingshot and personality discipline or, or the inner uh, ability for interdimensional travel or one or what? Ross said the positively oriented social memory complex will be attempting to learn the disciplines of mind, body, and spirit 
However, there are some which, having the technology available to use intelligent energy forces to accomplish travel, do so while learning the more appropriate disciplines. So, all 4th, 5th, 6th density groups are in the process of learning the disciplines of mind-body-spirit that is, you know, seeking and becoming one, or the careful use of catalyst, the efficient use of catalyst, or continued positive polarization, or the full development of body-mind-spirit, which is the path, which is the positive path that leads them from 4th and 5th and 6th dimension up and out of the octave. They're all learning that. Meanwhile, some have physical technologies, higher dimensional, and they don't all, which is interesting, you know. Higher dimensional beings um, uh, are not all-knowing, you know. Fourth density groups, fifth density groups, or entities, some some are more developed than others. And it's not like um, snap the fingers and they can do everything. Uh, omnipotence is not a quality of fourth or fifth or sixth density. Omniscience, omnipotence, omnipresence, uh, total freedom of body, mind, spirit, total development of body, mind, spirit, or form, consciousness, and will um, is not um, perfected in fourth or fifth or sixth density. So it's it only takes, you know, got to be out of the octave to master the octave. So they're at different levels of development, and they're all on the path, and some have the technologies and outer technologies and use them while they still keep the learning. 52.4, Don goes on, then I'm assuming in the positively oriented social memory complexes that a much higher percentage of them use the personality disciplines for travel. Is it correct? Focusing on the positively oriented social memory complexes, which was really what his last question was, more of them will use the, the inner personality disciplines or um, travel, you use the cities of mind, you you know have their international travel by development of city or magical powers of mind by inner work, not outer energy manipulation technology. Ra said, "This is correct, meaning a higher percentage uh, eventually you know are using inner work. This is correct as positive fifth density moves into six. There are virtually no entities which any longer use outer technology for travel or communication." So there's outer technology, and then there's the inner transformation. Uh, either may be basis for interdimensional travel and interdimensional communication. Uh, fourth goes to fifth. As fifth goes to sixth, nearly none of them, virtually no entities, any groups, that are still using uh, outer technology. So every sixth density group is ultimately traveling by mind, but they may use a craft as a motivator or projection, a kind of um, object, the object of concentration, I would say, um, for the magical working of interdimensional travel. So um, all of them <laughs> move into the miracle of education. And so you can see the bias, you know, in, in Earth humanity uh, towards uh, overvaluing outer technology. And of course, that's the negatives, you know, because the negatives don't look within, they can't look in the mirror very long because they don't like what they see. And um, they're encouraging the whole world to get hooked on the dope of outer technology. Um, and, you know, <laughs> many people are addicted, hooked, the bait, the hook's in the mouth, baby. And they're just staring at their 2x2 two two LED screen or their 2x2 two two 
sell screen, hours upon hours upon hours, rapidly going from page to page, um, you know, thoughtlessly, and hard to get out of that. Then the brain gets addicted. So, um, <laughs> but in terms of Ra's answer, yeah, most um, fifth density groups going to sixth density, five depositive, they're already finished using outer technology. 52.5, could you give me the same information on the negatively oriented social memory complexes, negative, as to ratios, how they use the slingshot, or other personality disciplines? Ross said, the fourth density negative, 4D negative, uses the slingshot gravitic light effect, perhaps 80% of its membership, being unable to master the disciplines necessary for alternate methods of travel. In fifth density negative, approximately 50% at some point gain the necessary discipline of mind to use thought to, to accomplish travel. As the sixth density approaches, the negative orientation is thrown into confusion. And little travel is attempted. What travel is done is perhaps 73% of light thought. Thought is light. Thought is a form of light. So, you know, only Ra could do this, <laughs> these percentages and, and uh, sound believable. Anyway, Ra is saying 4D negative. 80% uh, of them are using outer technology for travel. Slingshot gravitic light effect. 80% uh, not yet able to master disciplines of personality. In 5D negative, um, half of them. Um, only, you know, that number goes, the 80 goes down to 50, or the 20 goes up to 50, and those are no. So those who can use the disciplines of personality and mind, travel by mind, goes up to 50% in 5D negative for travel. But as they're getting towards into 6th density, you see, Ra doesn't say in 6th density entities, 6D negative. Ra just says as 6th density approaches. Because... Um, the entities on the negative path that are going from 5D negative to 6D negative before changing over, um, they're not many, they're not traveling much, uh, and even to say that some entities are in 6D negative before transferring is, is sort of um, got to be qualified because 6D negative um, is... Uh, sort of a, uh, a um, it, it's sort of a juncture, it's sort of a crossroads for them, and they're not really hanging out in 60 negative in any significant way, they're, they're already in the transitional working to, um, associated with the confusion <laughs> of uh, going into 6D and realizing they can't go further while they hold on to the belief um, in separative identity and the belief that um, thought and consciousness are real or are substantial. They have to basically, you know, do the same work that any and positive entity would do in realizing anicca um, <laughs> anatta or impermanence and insubstantiality, or getting beyond the five skandhas, or realizing unified self. You know, sixth density uh, unified self can is is the is the only next step for those in late 5d negative and those in early 60 negative or 60 early negative which is not much uh, likewise have to drop 
um, any attachment, all wrong view, and and all attachment to mind or consciousness or thought or the view, the belief that um, there's a separative selfhood, all of that has to be dropped to get to the unified self um, level of mid, late, sixth density and higher self. They can't evolve uh, continuing to think the way they think. So, yeah, interestingly, negative orientation thrown into confusion. So it's a big problem for them. Rather doesn't say these things lightly. To say that upper 5D negative is in confusion is a big deal because 5D negative or 5D, the fifth chakra, is clarity, is light. So the higher members of fifth density, but on the negative side, in the dimension of light, which is clarity, uh, going into confusion is a big problem um, because <laughs> they pride themselves on their light clarity. And they're no longer in clarity light, they're in confusion because they can't evolve further um, being the way, you know, thinking the way they think and acting the way they act. 52.6 Don says, Don asks, is there any difference then at, say, at close of the end of fifth density, so 5D positive or negative, is there any difference then at, say, at close to the end of fifth density in the disciplines of personality required for this travel between positive and negative orientation, higher fifth density? Must have asked that question on the fly. Ross said, there are patent, meaning um, clear and obvious definite differences between the polarities, but no difference whatsoever in the completion of the knowledge of the self necessary to accomplish this discipline. So there are very important major differences between positive and negative polarity, obviously, but there's no difference whatsoever in terms of the um, self-awareness or um, development of the seven rays or access uh, to intelligent energy or use of blue and indigo, because we're talking about fifth density entities, right? Using mainly blue and indigo, five and six, um, to um, travel interdimensionally. Um, this is the knowledge of self or transformation of self or transformation of energy consciousness of the self necessary to accomplish the discipline or the mind-based travel. 52.7, Don asks, am I correct then? This is an important answer here. Don asks, am I correct then in assuming that discipline of the personality knowledge of self and control, shall I say, in strengthening of the will, would be what any fifth density entity would see as those things of importance. And so this is a um, condensation of uh, soul evolution principles, according to Don's view, he's questioning it, regarding what's necessary for fifth density entities, positive or negative, um, to continue on their path. Discipline of personality, knowledge of self, and control in strengthening of the will. And Ra will <laughs> explain uh, their perspective, which is very helpful. 52.7, Ra said, and I'll read the whole answer, then explain three paragraphs. Ra said, in actuality, these things are of importance in third through early seventh densities. The only correction and nuance that we would make is your use of the word control. It is paramount that it be understood 
that it is not desirable or helpful to the growth of the understanding, may we say, of an entity by itself to control thought processes or impulses except where they may result in actions not consonant with the loved one. Control may seem to be a shortcut to discipline, peace, and illumination. However, this very control potentiates and necessitates the further incarnative experience in order to balance this control or repression of that self which is perfect. Next paragraph. Instead, we appreciate and recommend the use of your second verb in regard to the use of will, acceptance of self, forgiveness of self, and the direction of the will. This is the path towards the disciplined personality. Your faculty of will is that which is powerful within you as co-creator, capital C. You cannot ascribe to this faculty too much importance. Thus, it must be carefully used and directed in service to others for those upon the positively oriented path. There is great danger in the use of the will as the personality becomes stronger, for it may be used even subconsciously in ways reducing the polarity of the entity. This is a classic answer, 52.7, very important pith teaching uh, on the way of the positive path or the principles of soul evolution the way of the discipline of personality. I mean, what the hell is the discipline of personality? You know, it's, it's not how it sounds. And so it's not the most um, useful phrase, I think. But Ra's really saying, you know, what is uh, the way of discipline personality? What is the path? What, is, what are the principles of that development, this discipline personality? which, you know, what are the principles of soul evolution, okay? The principles, they say here, acceptance of self, forgiveness of self, and direction of the will. This is the path towards the disciplined personality. Self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, and um, proper or careful direction of will. Proper, careful direction of will based in self-acceptance and self-forgiveness. Now, why don't why doesn't Ross say acceptance and forgiveness of other? Well, they could accept um, self. You know, other is other self. So, how we treat others, which Ra would say is other self, is is ultimately not much different how we treat ourself or uh, emerges from the same consciousness or the same our, our same basis. How we treat ourselves is the basis for how we treat others. And as others are not other, they're really other self, uh, how we treat others is uh, directly also a portion of how we treat ourselves. And so uh, it's not necessary to worry about acceptance and the forgiveness of others when we understand truly acceptance and forgiveness of self, if we uh, continue with the division of self and other. So for as long as we perceive other self as other, um, it's very important to realize that the the you know the quality of our service um, depends on our inner work, and specifically the ability to love and help. Right, we're talking about love and helping, aren't we? Service to other is uh, love, wisdom-based help. Now, it it doesn't have to include narcissism. You know, every time I say this, I have to kind of qualify it because these days there's some, at least in my mind, there's some kind of association. 
to say helping others uh, uh, being some kind of uh, arrogance like who the hell are you to think you can help another <laughs> or who the hell are you to think that you are of any help to another well we're just trying <laughs> but helping other uh, is a is an aspect of helping self because the self and the other are are of one field and so if you want to and Gautama said you know take good care of yourselves you want to be good to other you don't you know you don't have to worry about how you treat other you really have to worry about how you treat yourself because if you treat yourself with love and wisdom or or honesty truth honesty and kindness goodness loving you naturally treat others that way period no problem automatic automaticity how we treat the self is um, the basis of how we treat other and so the key is self-acceptance which is fourth ray right green which is love which is self-love or love of love and care of what we are and then self-forgiveness which I again consider a sixth chakra activation which includes fourth and fifth or uh, kindness and honesty you you can't really forgive yourself until you really know how it was that you did or didn't do that which you're trying to forgive moving from blame to forgiveness moving into forgiveness forgiveness from what why do I need to forgive myself only because maybe there's self-blame forgive yourself why forgive yourself <laughs> it's because it's the healing of of, of prior self-blame or self-condemnation or judgment so it's self-blame self-judgment self-criticism self um self-harming actually that is corrected by self-forgiveness and i think that really does require fourth uh, green blue not only love but also a comprehension of of responsibility and causality uh, and the consequences of uh, action and uh, what it led to. That goes to forgiveness. And all of this is associated with proper or, or true direction of will. And so Ra is saying that uh, this discipline of personality or the principles of, of personal trans spiritual transformation, self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, all of which is associated with a careful direction of will, that's important, um, you know, from the human, uh, even into early seventh. It's not that important in second density as an animal, but it is important in third as a human, from third to early seven. So, interestingly, there still is some will uh, adjusting, adjust, there is still adjustment or direction of will in seventh density. And Ra is saying, you know, control if you're using the word control um, there's a problem because it's not desirable it's not helpful to the growth of understanding meaning fourth ray of an entity by itself meaning self-understanding the basis of the path self-love or love it's not helpful to the development of fourth ray green ray or even understanding to be self-controlling and Ross said it's not helpful to control thought processes or impulses don't control your thoughts and don't control your impulses except where they may result in action verbal action and physical action not mind but verbal and physical action I would say not consonant with the law of one meaning infringement meaning harmful to other violation 
any activity that's considered violation or associated with control or domination or harm or manipulation or using or taking advantage of other is not the positive way. And Ross said, you may, you may think that control, self-control, control this and that uh, is a shortcut to peace, discipline, illumination, illumination meaning clarity. Uh, you may think so, but it's not true. <laughs> because the act of uh, controlling thought or it, it, it's we're really talking about obstructing emotional flow obstructing mental um, stream meaning my thought process no, I, let, I won't let myself think about it I won't let myself go there I won't feel it no, I, will, I just reject it that's called avoidance or denial and um, all defense mechanisms are forms of um, self-control. And, you know, humanity has a real bias towards control, obviously, because of human leadership being on the negative path. So people say, he's out of control. Oh, it's out of control. Oh my God, it's out of control. So that's dangerous, and that's um, insanity, and that's wild destruction, and, uh, you know... Uh, some kind of uh, threat to uh, to the general well-being of the of the people to be out of control. Meanwhile, to be in control is a negative path and not positive path, and creates a lot of trouble. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of spiritually minded good people are very self-controlling or controlling of emotional process and thought. They don't let them. We they don't let themselves think um, as they may wish to think as a tendency an impulse of a deeper impulse arises to think a certain way people stop their thinking uh, or to feel i don't i won't cry i will not cry i will not cry or i'm not going to uh, buy clothing for a year carla said to herself or um i love him or her but i won't say so <laughs> or uh you know there are a thousand examples of self-control um, I don't want to feel my pain, so I'll take another drink. Um, now, we all do that. We all have crutches. Crutches are means of avoidance, or sup outer supports, uh, habits, tendencies, activities, forms of engagement with others or with objects or substances or this or that, ways of using mind, ways of directing our attention, um, that are avoidant uh, of painful inner process, painful thoughts, feelings, emotions, um, issues in mind. So all forms of self-avoidance, all defense mechanisms are forms of control, I would say. Um, and all of that leads to further blockage. <laughs> and Ra said, uh, it, you may think that you get a shortcut, or you may, indeed, of course, you may experience a temporary sense of peace or clarity or a sense of discipline. You know, I can... I can uh, shackle my sexual impulse and I feel strong. I'm superior because I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> I don't let myself eat that. I don't let myself do that. So one may feel strong, but that's actually <laughs> depolarization from positive path. Ra said this very control, the very act of... It's, it's avoidant, defense mechanism-based related um, manipulation and dishonesty type control. Dishonesty control. Controlling as dishonest. The dishonesty embedded in control. 
the, the implicit dishonesty of control. Control is not the direction of will. They're different. Control is a denial, avoidance, or manipulation. Different than direction of will. But Ra says that such controlling potentiates or makes, um, you know, powers the, the requirement or necessity for further incarnative experience, meaning further program catalyst, kamenacha, further karmic return, baby, coming in to help us balance the control or repression of the self, which is perfect. Self is perfect. And we have distortions up and down and all around. Seven chakra blockages of a perfect self. There's a difference between the existential nature of a self and uh, the relative development of the self in time and space. The relative development of the self in time and space is full of pimples and pockmarks and dents and dings and blockages and imbalances. Yes, of course. And its existential true nature is perfect. Or God, or infinity, or boundless, or the one, or all, or beyond uh, concept. The self which is perfect um, is in some level being disregarded or is... um, denied is there's the implicit denial of the the essentially perfect perfect self when there is control of thoughts feelings emotions um, and personal life in the way of avoidance denial and manipulation that type of control you know if you say um, you know um, I'm cold, I'm going to put a jacket on. Am I controlling my sensations of cold and avoiding them by putting a jacket on? Well, you can say so, but that's not associated with um, chakra blockage. (laughs) You can say that any um, decision, any action based on a decision to make something, to change anything whatsoever, to make something better, um, is related to control. But that's not the type of control, that's not... um, under the heading of control, as Ra's using the term. And so this control is basically associated with uh, avoidance, manipulation. It's associated with an unwillingness to face um, what is, to face elements of what is, to face a reality um, of personal process or world process or whatever. not willing to face truth, not willing to understand, not willing to accept, not accepting, non-acceptance-based control. The controlling that is associated with non-acceptance. Now, I can accept that I feel cold in a cold room, um, and therefore I put on a sweater. Um, But that's not really avoidant to the extent of denial of what is. There's the acceptance of what is, and then, um, you know, some use of will, hopefully, to put my jacket on. Um, that's not control, according to Ra's use of the term. But uh, this is very important, and we'll end here for today. Um, let me just see something. Yeah, we'll end on this for today. Next time we'll talk more about wanderers, UFOs, positive path. Um, changes the focus from the inner to the outer a bit. 
meaning uh, UFOs and dimensional, the macrocosm. So here we're we're going to end on this 52.7, but um, it's a very important response, 52.7. And there are many, many good, good wanderers, good spiritual people, good people, uh, with some love and kindness, and who don't want to hurt anybody, but hurt themselves continually, and avoid their own, uh, avoid the painful truth, um, painful psychological truth, painful personal truth painful personal process. It's avoided because it's controlled um, as a means of avoidance because it's painful. And the person thinks, you know, the person doesn't want to feel pain. That's normal. But there's some view that uh, if I avoid it or control it or overcome, I try to overcome it, um, I, it's a, called top-down processing, right? I, I have this desire this desire I consider bad, or even this desire leads me to trouble. Uh, but I still want this desire, so I'm just going to I'm just going to throttle it. I'm just going to put a heavy boulder on top of it and squelch it. I'm just going to force myself to stop. But I still want or like. Um, but now I feel better that I've just say you know just say no. Well, that's okay sometimes, um, and sometimes it's a very big problem. And it takes a lot of wisdom to know when it's okay to be a bit heavy-handed with oneself and when that's avoidance uh, or control. So it's very subtle. But there are many, many good people who remain in pain because they're unwilling to feel their pain. They remain um, tangled because they're unwilling to feel or think through the pain and the reality, the pain of the reality of their psychological tangle or conflict. This is very common, and um, people think, you know, uh, I'd like it fast, easy, and cheap. Fast, easy, cheap, and fun, but that's not the spiritual path. And as I said to some people recently, in my view, um, the degree to which we're willing to feel pain, not make pain, but feel the pain that's in already in mind. Or um, that we already carry to feel pain reasonably, you know, not not masochistically, but to feel the pain we're carrying. That is in many ways the determinant or uh, of the speed of our evolution. The person who's really willing to face the music, face the shadow, feel their pain, and admit honestly, uh, I am this, or these were my activities, this is where I'm thinking, this is what happened, I feel terrible regret, remorse, grief, sorrow, loss, angst, confusion, shame, blame, okay, okay, okay. Uh, the one who can do all that it, it becomes a great one. Uh, because, you know, this too shall pass. And, um, you know, uh, go forth and sin no more. <laughs> So we can um, we can understand this. This is the cycle of acceptance, forgiveness, direction of will. The path to the disciplined personality: acceptance of self, forgiveness of self, and direction of the will. Self-acceptance, which is associated with know thyself, know yourself, and then accept yourself. To to accept yourself, you got to know yourself. The more you know yourself, the more you can accept yourself. The more you accept yourself, the more you can know yourself. Knowing and accepting go hand in hand. That's blue-green. <laughs> and that leads to indigo. 
which is, I think, forgiveness of self. Fair, fair responsibility taken, a reasonable comprehension made, a true, honest, emotional acceptance, and uh, suffering. you got to suffer, you know, on the cross. It's done, is, what's done is done. What's done is done. It cannot be undone. Um, but if you want to really make a difference or help, uh, the key is um, to accept and forgive yourself increasingly, uh, and perhaps, you know, accept and forgive another, if it's related to another, and simply don't do what you don't want to do in the future. Don't do it again, you know? Forgive uh, and bless and, sin and go forth and sin no more, this kind of thing. I mean, sin, I don't use that as an important word, but why are people controlling themselves? Why is there self-control? <laughs> why, do, why does a person feel they need the shortcut of control uh, to quickly get to discipline, peace, or illumination, which is a very, which are all very shallow in that case, based when they're based on control. Why even does a person move to control? Why? Because they don't want to be out of control. Why? Because they're scared. Scared of what? Scared of what? Scared of pain. Scared of um, painful truth. Scared of emotional pain. Scared of truth that they may consider painful. Uh, scared of um, really forgiving or really acknowledging that it's it cannot be revisited it's done you know you made that mistake it's done that person is hurt you did it it's done but there is also you know <laughs> co-creation and karma for both so it's very deep but um, Ra is absolutely not <laughs> in favor of any control Yet, of course, they're saying um, restraint of action, physical action, restraint of speech is essential. That's not control. That's called um, a balanced uh, use of will, <laughs> uh, uh, an efficient use of will, a balanced use of will in accord with the principles of the positive path, with love and wisdom. I don't want to hurt you. Uh, I don't want to make trouble for you or me. So I will you know, put my hands down and close my mouth. Uh, that's restraint. That's not repression. That is um, careful use of will in restraining oneself um, to not hurt other or hurt self. That's not called control. That's called consideration. <laughs> that's called love, as far as I know. Love and wisdom. Anyway, uh, wonderful stuff. I could go on and on about this, but that'll be it for today. The challenge of moving out of controlling habitual controlling. And Ra said, great danger in the use of the will as the personality becomes stronger, for it may be used even subconsciously in ways reducing the polarity of the entity. Uh, depolarized depolarization by unconsciously driven um, use of will to control self and or other. And uh, as I have a strong mind, one can be very heavy-handed, <laughs> hard, hard-ass with self and other. And that um, sometimes is um, useful, uh, and in other cases very harmful to self and other. Or, and the harmful is, uh, you know, himsa, not ahimsa. We move out of harmlessness by use of will. And we can override people in conversation. We can override our own emotional process by rationalization or other intellectually-based or will-based defense mechanisms. 
and um, <clears throat> we can mm, be caught up in the uh, happiness of talking and not realize that the value of listening. We can become too, you know, out of balance in the yang over yin, or mind will over um, uncontrolled allowance, being, welcoming, reception, receptivity. Very easy. And so we all, we're all learning that too. Um, wisdom is a sword. Wisdom is a knife. Um, the wisdom can be a bludgeon. Um, it can also be a scalpel. So we may have a fine, um, a fine, the capacity for fine use of wisdom. We may have, um, the, we may not have that capacity for a fine use of wisdom. The, the master, the one who really is a crystallized healer or a real adept on the positive path, um, uses will's wisdom skillfully. Um, this is a careful use of will to, um, to, as the basis for a careful use of wisdom, as the basis for careful use of speech, right? Right speech. We're all, all of this is about right speech because at a certain point, we don't want to physically harm people, beat them up, <laughs> you know, or abuse them physically. Um, that's not such a big deal. The question is right speech. And the, um, dis, you know, the loss of right speech into wrong speech by um, a careless use of wisdom or mind in speech uh, with a, from a stronger personality um, where that uh, unskillful or wrong use of wisdom uh, leads to wrong speech where we are harsh or we are interruptive or dismissive of others or their perspective where uh, we're we become an agent of repression rather than an agent of help <laughs> rather than a help helper we become a harm harmful one um, by uh, injudicious use of speech or careless uh, inadequate wisdom uh, from the position of a strengthened personality or greater access to will. Then we depolarize, we hurt others. Uh, it's very common. And so, again, the principles of right speech are um, true and factual, um, beneficial and helpful at the right time, um, and pleasing or affectionate or kindly spoken, um, speech based in goodwill, uh, to not leave love ever or to not leave or depart from kindness ever even when the speech may necessarily be strong or harsh you know somebody who's seriously in 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 error um, you know you know it's like like they're gonna jump off the bridge <laughs> and they say I know I can do it I can do it I know I can do it uh, it might be necessary to uh, speak harshly to <laughs> help them uh, prevent themselves from uh, jumping off the bridge. So there are many instances where harsh or, or hard speech, hard talk, tough love is necessary. Um, in other cases, but in many cases it's not. And um, it's, it's definitely, definitely the case. I've experienced it 
uh, always, <laughs> that strength and personality can easily depolarize by um, wrong speech. And as one continues learning, you know, um, the Brahma Viharas, may all beings be well and happy. May all beings be free of pain. May all beings be free of pain. I don't want to cause any pain to anyone ever. Really? Shouldn't. I shouldn't. Maybe I feel, you know, anger or uh, I want revenge or something. But that's distortion. So, um, reflection on the Brahma Viharas, particularly may all beings be well and happy, uh, Maitri, and, or Metta, and may all beings be free of pain, uh, Karuna, compassion. Uh, these are key to avoidance of um, uncareful use of will and wisdom or speech or mind that harms other and self. Very important learning, and it continue that learning continues all the way up to six, you know, to to the achievement of unified self or Atman. Um, next time we will do the second half of session fifty-two. Some good questions about wanderers and uh, UFOs. Not much really, but mainly wanderers and um, some very uh, revisited, uh, deeper revisiting of the Law of One, and the uh, essential mm, lessons or way of soul evolution in 52.11. Very important answer, too. So, thanks for being here today. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, I hope you're all well. See you all next time. Take good care, and good night.